I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. Hey, what's going on? And welcome to another solo rip, solo rip number 33, if I'm not mistaken. But you guys who have been longtime listeners will understand that from time to time I lose track of all that. Welcome back to another episode. I appreciate y'all. I'm here at the beautiful TFTC studios in the Bitcoin Commons in on, I should say, six in Congress here in Austin. And boy, if you would have asked this humbled sat stacker maybe a few months ago, if I would be sitting here uh, in this situation that I'm in and the company that I'm around, I would have told you, you are lying to me. I, although that kind of always happens when you think about it in your life, right? Like retrospect is such a thing, right? Like in the moment, we always feel everything is hard in the moment. We always feel like we could do more. And the moment we feel like things get, you know, stepped on and fucked up. And then ultimately, at the end of the day, we end up producing if we keep our heads down, if we continue to grind, if we're doing things for honest reasons and for the right reasons, we end up building beautiful cathedrals and <laughs> obviously not real cathedrals, but beautiful things in our lives, beautiful monuments in our lives that sometimes if handled carefully and conducted carefully, they build, uh, they stay up for legacies upon legacies at a time. And I think that's extremely important for anybody uh, to understand that you have to keep your head down. You have to keep grinding. You have to keep doing the things you love for the reasons that they're worth doing, not for, as we discuss on this show, Fiat and nonsense fiat. So we're here. We're going to talk about uh, what potentially seems to be a big recession that's incoming. We're going to talk about hotter waves a little bit, which I'm not a pro on, but I think it's uh, very important that we understand this. And we're going to talk about some other things like strike, um, being able to broadcast over to Africa now. Bitcoin Africa happened uh, and a few other things, some typical charlatan uh, money fiat grabbing situation as usual with FTX, um, which damn, we can't seem to get away from FTX. I mean, it's still relatively recent. I mean, it happened last month, but stuff just continues to pour out of it like a, uh, a an infected wound that continues to like you know release pus and, and all this fecal matter out of it uh, because we just continue to get more and more stuff and. You know, as a podcaster, as somebody who's trying to protect the wealth of my listeners and educate, you know, it's very important for me to try to keep up with everything. I don't. If you listen to the show, you would understand that I'm not here sitting around like trying to knock everything on Bitcoin or comment on everything on Bitcoin, because a lot of the things in Bitcoin require time to play out. Right. And as I like to think about these episodes being blocks, right, that are being mined and that are going to live forever and stay forever, I don't really want to be wrong all the time. Like, sometimes you got to be wrong, and sometimes you come here and you fix it. Uh, but I need some things to play out. And other podcasters are just savages, and they're just 
thirsty and they want to get on, you know, the, the latest topic and topic, talk about it. This isn't that show. This is a little bit more thought of. This is a little bit more, you know, for the listener, well, as opposed to some other podcasters that do it for the fiat or do it for the clout and do it all that. And I'm just going to continue to do it. You know, episode by episode, block by block, as they like to say. And with y'all encouragement and y'all support and y'all feedback, I think we can make this uh, this podcast the Bitcoin instead of the shitcoin. And that same analogy here. A lot of these podcasts out here, shitcoins, you guys know that. A lot of these podcasts out here also are Bitcoins. Uh, I want to be in that company. And I think we're working our way there. And the reason I say we is because, of course, this show is fully funded and backed by you, the listener, the people that care, the people that this news is for, the people that will get through all this hardship with their wealth intact because you're paying attention, because you want signal, and because we're delivering signal. So let's go back to the last seven days of value that we've received here on the podcast. Gene Everett, once again, comes by every week, but this time... Gene, you didn't just say boost, 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 which I do appreciate. And it is, you know, for for other listeners, if you haven't boosted yet, there is a a thrilling feeling of boosting your favorite podcast or your favorite content and knowing that you're contributing to the survival of that content. But Gene said, I vote to to make these solo rips an hour. Hmm. I love that, Gene. As you guys know, I like to keep these solo rips concise because there's so much... You know, podcasting news out here and there's so much other things competing for your your space and your time. But if you love it, if you love these solo rips, just like Gene does, please do what Gene did and boost and vote. And let me know if these things should be an hour long. And if the masses talk, if the delegates talk, then we will go ahead and make these solo rips longer so you guys can get more signal. Because that means that you're with it and I'm with that. Uh, at the moment, they are meant to be about half hour. They are meant to be concise. And that's so you can consume these very fast in the morning and be able to go out about your day and have conversations about the things you either learned on Talking in Bits or the things you agree or disagree with on Talking in Bits. But I like that, Gene. Thanks for the boost. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see if we can get more votes in here for an hour long solo rip. And we'll make that happen. Uh, going on, I am Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Humble, thank you. Let's fucking go. Hey, man, keep doing that mid-journey AI stuff. Um, that new writing AI bot is out. Uh, I forgot what it was called. I haven't really done much research into that, but I know it's pretty much stealing all the writers' jobs <laughs> in the space. So be careful what you're reading out there. It could have just been made by a robot. The images, I think, is always cooler, though, because you actually have to like craft the image with your ideas in your head, and then the AI does its thing. Um you know, and and you you'll be surprised. You get different flavors of it. The writing, uh, I'm not, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I don't really think you get many flavors of it. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. I'll check it out at some point. But I still think the writer, the human, should be behind the writing as always. I don't think that that should happen. Um, the art, yeah, I would love somebody to draw it. But if I can, you know, get something from my thoughts in like a sentence, a few words, keywords, and have that thing give me a few options, boy, is that much scalable than you know waiting three weeks for you know, a freelancer to do it to then not be what it is that you want it to be. At the very least, I think we should use this mid-journey thing to get our ideas out to more um, qualified uh, art designers or, or creatives to basically go and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Can you do something similar? So let's not outsource the creators because I'm a creator and we don't want to do that. 
Uh, by the way, I've heard like these AI podcasting thing. I heard like a Joe Rogan, Steve Jobs episodes where the AI made it sound creepily, insanely real. Uh, but we don't want to replace the creators. We want to keep supporting. Mr. Robot, thanks for supporting the show. Um, you and I will be partnering up to be doing a lot more things for the show. Um, and I appreciate you for that. Joey Double D or Joey DD, this, this ripped rocks. Thanks, Joey. We appreciate you, man. Appreciate the boost. Appreciate your time. And I'm going to try to keep it coming. I'm going to try, try to keep it going for y'all. Uh, the broken ruler, the signal always wins. And that's a quote. It's a fact. I don't know what to say. There's a lot of noise out here. And there's a lot of businesses that enjoy providing more noise so they can distract you, so they can steal your money, so they could do all this malicious and charlatan stuff. And uh, um, we have to search for the signal every single time. So you're right, the broken ruler. Uh, Patar, uh, appreciate you, good sir. Uh, I've seen you streaming. Haven't seen you boosted in a while. Glad to have you back, good sir. Casa, um, Casa going full shitcoin in the midst of the FTX shitcoin casino collapse is at best completely tone deaf. I wouldn't trust these people with my life savings. You're absolutely right, Pitar. You want to know what? I didn't trust them even before that. Right? And the reason I didn't even trust them even before that is because they were educating this practice on having Bitcoin private keys on a phone, on a mobile device. And that is just educating in the wrong direction. So you're right. Now it's like way over the top. Now I don't really give a shit what they're doing and I wouldn't trust them with a single sat. But, you know, the whole private key thing and, and having the the uh, the private keys on the mobile phone, that right there is a red flag for me. And that right there is something that I would not tolerate if I was an avid listener uh, I mean, sorry, if I was a subscriber of Kasa. Uh, but this is another thing that's extremely, extremely, you know, something that I was thinking about that's, that's, that many should know and many don't know because many don't interact with services. So from what I know about Casa, and I say Kasa, Casa, same thing. You guys know what I'm talking about. When I talk about Casa, they educate you on using their way of multi-signature, meaning their proprietary network, their private keys on the phone, their way of doing things. So then you're extremely dependent on them because it's proprietary. It only belongs to them. So you're educating yourself backwards. You're educating yourself to learn their system of things. What you're not doing, though, is educating yourself on being a better Bitcoiner, on being a sovereign Bitcoiner, on understanding multi-sig at a Bitcoin level. And if you go to Unchained Capital, and I promise you guys, this is not a show just because I'm here. This is a show because I believe in the work that we do here at Unchained Capital. But um, we're educating people on how to be smarter Bitcoiners and, and, and more sovereign and how to understand multi-signature. So even if you choose to do business with us or not do business with us, or you start with us and you go somewhere else, you're going to walk away with a firm understanding of what multi-signature is so then you can go and protect your wealth elsewhere. And you are not dependent on the Unchained platform for anything unless you're dependent on that third collaborative custody key. Everything else, you're dependent on yourself. You can go recover your Unchained Vault and Sparrow, use your two keys and spend and do what you got to do without Unchained even existing. So I'm not going to go into de too deep into that unless you guys want to. Boost me in the show. Let me know if you want me to go deeper into how that works and how multi-signature is a better security model. Um, but just with Patara's quote here, uh, uh, boost here. Yeah, they're kind of teaching you how to do their thing, not teaching you how to do the Bitcoin thing. Um, and they are tone deaf. I think, Patar, that they needed the funding. Uh, these capital markets, are no surprise, they've crushed 
they've crushed uh, a lot of the businesses. Uh, Unchained Capital itself, just to be uh, transparent here, had to lay off 15% of its workforce. So this is a crushing market. But some people handle pressure better than others. And acquiring a shitcoin or acquiring tools to support a shitcoin is not a good idea. Uh, okay, moving on. MGB256. Censorship resistant media. Keep it up. Absolutely. I want to say what I want. I want to say do what I want. And I want to educate y'all to do the same exact thing. And I've told you this before. If y'all guys are interested in doing a podcast, starting a podcast, information about a podcast or how you can be sovereign in that nature, please reach out to me because it is something that I am passionate in. And it is something that I want to continue pushing forward. The new Standard of podcasting is censorship free, uh, censorship resistant media, which allows us to have free speech. Um, Gene, again at the bottom there, boost. This is just a regular boost. I appreciate that. This is just to the show. That wasn't to a specific episode. Appreciate you, Gene. Uh, let's run through the supporters. And in case you guys didn't know, you know, you can stream while you're listening to the show, which makes you count as a supporter. And then you can also boost on top of that. So some of these names are repeats, but it just means that they streamed while they listened, uh, which I appreciate. And then they also boosted. Gene, Pitar, Joey DD, I Am Mr. Robot, Rage as Fuck, Dirty Jersey Horde, The Broken Ruler, Idea Slut, MGB256, Fiat is Bad, or Fiat Bad. I appreciate y'all for the time, for the sets, and for all of y'all on the other platforms, Anchor, um, Apple, all those stuff, because I know those numbers are big and they're doing well. I see those numbers. If you're listening on these platforms, I do appreciate you, but give value for value a shot. Find a way to donate. You can head over to talkingandbits.com and there's a donate button there as well where you can send lightning. Uh, but value for value is the way to do that. Um, if you're not there, but you still dig the show, Please think about contributing over at talkingandbits.com backslash donate. All that stuff is appreciative. Now let's go into the topics here, y'all. Recession like no other. So there's a Bitcoin magazine posted in. BlackRock says, get ready for a recession unlike any other. What worked in the past won't work now. Oh, are you trying to tell me that this um, unsustainable way of running finance is unsustainable? Yeah, no shit. Every Bitcoin and their mother's mother knew what, what was going on. Every Bitcoin and their mother's mother knows that this is going on. And, and you know, this is why we Bitcoin. Well, one of the reasons why we Bitcoin is to protect ourselves from this happening. Look, guys, they're going to continue to spend money. They're going to continue to, 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 like, inflate it, to de everything, debase it, to make your life living fucking hell. And all the metrics, all the signals... All the people that are worth listening to, Lynn Alden's of the world. I got a buddy here, shout out to Nick, who who is really good at numbers. And he showed me a basic chart that leads to numbers. And I'm, I'm not a financial guy, but it made perfect sense. That showed what was happening when the previous recessions were about to start. And shows that we're literally heading in that direction times 10. Right? And this is not a scare tactic, y'all. This is a way for you to start setting up for what's to come. Don't be caught with your pants down. That's a bad situation to be caught in. And Bitcoin is the way that we protect ourselves from that. Are, does, is Bitcoin answering all the questions for how do you pay your day-to-day -day bills? Maybe not, right? So you, you continue to still continue to pump the fiat. You continue to at least have enough fiat around that way you're not living a miserable life. You still want to go out on dates with your spouse. You still want to be able to buy the things you want to buy. You still want to be able to do certain things. What I'm telling you is, is stop being long on fiat, right? Stop thinking that that six months expenses that you're building up there is basically 
you know, going to be protected because if you hold it, you have some type of security there. You don't have a security there. They're going to debase it. They're going to kill it from you. And one day you're going to walk into your favorite place to exchange and they're either going to tell you we don't want that shit or they're going to tell you we want more of that shit in order for you to do the things that it is you want to do. So this is not financial advice, but it's Bitcoin advice, right? I don't even know if that's a thing, but it, it is a thing. Just if you have that six months expense, think about this. If you're comfortable with your security and you're comfortable with multi-signature and you're comfortable with, you know, your seed phrase and all that good stuff, think about holding the six month expand, expense in Bitcoin in your cold storage. Base case scenario, you figure out how to make more fiat and that goes in there forever or for a very long time. Worst case scenario, we're probably sitting near the floor that that Bitcoin is going to be there for you to withdraw, convert to fiat. You may not, you're not going to, and this isn't tax advice. So all y'all over there, oh, he's giving tax advice. Don't even, I don't know shit about shit. I'm just telling you what my feelings are and what I try to, con how I try to conduct what I do and what my plans for the future is. You don't have to do that shit. You can think I'm a maniac. That's absolutely fine. But the worst that can happen is, is you withdraw it, you sell it on Cash App, you may not even take a tax hit because the price is probably stable or maybe even dropped a little bit. And then you go buy whatever it is your emergency inquires for you to buy. Right. But more often than not, we're, we're, we're smarter, better, stronger, uh, more resourceful than we give ourselves credit for. And when we put that Bitcoin away and then we get back to the mode of, OK, now I need to find a way to pay this bill to make more money. You will go and find a way to do so. Now, obviously, this is not applied to everyone, but you will be surprised of how, if you put in enough work of how much fiat will come your way and how that Bitcoin being put away now becomes a better and better plan over and over again. Just try to find loopholes in systems. A good one is health insurance, right? I don't need to show crowd health here. You can go listen to Andy on my episode. You can go listen to wherever Andy's been at, but think about this. You can send money to the Fed or you can send government, uh, um, uh, get money taken out of your check for your health insurance and never see that money ever in your life again. As a matter of fact, they make money from that because they pull it. They hold on to it, right? And then they put it in the stock market and do whatever they want. Or you can go ahead and take your premium and move it over to something like CrowdHealth where you have certain guarantees, you have a community that backs you, and the money that you put away eventually after the first oh said months, I forgot, about four, turns into Bitcoin. And then you can upswing the Bitcoin, right? And you'll get that money back as opposed to it disappearing. That my good people, is a loophole, right? Makes perfect sense. You cover the ability to have, uh, uh, well, delightfully uninsured, as Andy would say. You know, you ditch that old legacy system that's basically stealing money from your paycheck, right? You opt into a crowdfunding one, which is the way we've been doing things forever, is community-based back, right? And then the perk of it is, is if you stay healthy, you have that incentive to basically convert that into Bitcoin, ride the Bitcoin back up, and have more money than you started with. You see how that's a loophole and it doesn't require you to spend any more fiat than you already, uh, you already had, right? So empower yourself to go and look for loopholes that make perfect sense for you, for your life, and for how things are. That's extremely important, y'all. That's just one example of many. But don't be fooled into thinking, especially with this recession incoming, that holding on to fiat for, you know, uh, six months worth of expenses is... A smart idea. Remember, Bitcoin is liquid, meaning that six months of expenses is still there at your disposal. Maybe with a little up, maybe with a little down, but it's still there at your disposal. So 
Think about that. That's not advice. That's just trying to help y'all navigate this up and coming recession. And then the next topic is, is hotter waves. So you guys are familiar with hotter waves, a term made popular by Joe Kelly here at Unchained Capital. Uh, in the Jew episode, go check out the Jew episode if you haven't already. Uh, Jew talks a little bit about the origins of that. But hotter waves is basically a visual graphic that shows you that you can't lose if you hold after a certain amount of time. And I recently, and I'm going to ask permission if I could maybe flash it on the screen here because it's not mine, have seen the newer version of this hotter waves. And it shows very clearly if you hold on to Bitcoin two, three, four years for sure, but anywhere in that two to four and up range, you're winning every single time. So don't worry if your Bitcoin is down from last month. Worry about the long vision. Worry about what it is that Bitcoin can do. And that's much, much, much more important. But something that you guys need to think about, something that you guys need to you know, keep an eye out for is the hotter waves and the idea that historically it is factual, according to data, that you holding on to your Bitcoin long term is a winning acquisition as opposed to what's also data factual. You holding on to your fiat is a winning proposition because it is not. And if you're telling me holding fiat in the stock market for 40 years and getting 6% is winning. Well. <laughs> I got a lot of things that I could show to you uh, uh, that could make me some more Bitcoin. Let's just leave it at that. So let's keep going on here. Um, uh, we Some people don't seem to learn. It looks like Binance.us now has 7% APY on something they're calling stakefetch.ai. Do I know what this is? No. Do I give a fuck what this is? No. Uh, but it seems that FTX just recently happened and nobody seems to give a damn that you could be rug pulled. Everybody continues to have this type of amnesia to what's happening. And Bitcoiners continue to parade and say, hello, are y'all listening? Y'all not listening. We told you. Right? And we'll continue to do that because that's who we are. But it's a damn shame that that's even a thing, that somebody like Binance can come out and basically say, hey, you've seen all those people that got wrecked for staking? Why don't you come stake with us and trust us because you won't get wrecked. Uh, and that's just stupid, in my opinion. I'm not even going to spend another second on this or another minute on this. I just think it, people, boy, do people need to get smacked in the face with the baseball bat before they realize that that's a freaking baseball bat and it hurts. And I'm saying, like, do you need the broken nose from the baseball bat in order for you to understand that if it hits you in the face, you, you, it's going to be a bad idea? I guess some people do. So if you're listening to the show, and you staked in on whatever the hell that shit is, please stop listening to the show or listen harder to the show. Listen more. Um, that's all I can really say on that. <laughs> uh, bullish on Bitcoin, Africa, and South America. Specifically Bitcoin, Africa. So that event happened. Jack Dorsey was out there. Um, Alex Gladstein was out there. Bitcoiners out there. Bitcoiners are traveling the world, the usuals, I guess. But very bullish on that because Africa is one of those... Um, one of those big dominoes, those big pillars that needs to fall, not only for the amount of sheer land that's over there, so population, uh, but because, uh, because of their shady governments and because of what they're doing to their people and because Bitcoin can not only prove what we've all been saying, which is Bitcoin is freedom money, but 
with that, that amount of population being involved and being free leads to innovation that the whole world can benefit from when it comes to Bitcoin um, and, and when it comes to lightning and when it comes to the things that we need Bitcoin to do. Um, so South America didn't have a conference there, but I'm bullish on that. Natural resources like, you know, waterfalls and things like that, that can help the mining infrastructure and help secure the network. Uh, but this like, you know, virus sounds bad, but this like contagion that Bitcoin is that continues to spread around the world. And although we may not hear it as much here in the U.S. because we're worried about regulators and we're worried about all this other nonsense, there is a lot of signal out there. And one of those big dominoes is going to fucking fall. And if it's Africa, it's going to be big. So bullish on conferences happening over there, bullish on uh, innovation happening over there, and bullish on freedom money for people that need it the most happening over there. And just to piggyback off of that, Strike now sends to Africa. Uh, so the basic the thing that you can do here in the U.S., which is send fiat, use Bitcoin railways, and receive in fiat. You can now do that in Nigeria, Ghana, and Kenya. Uh, the receiver doesn't need a Bitcoin wallet, a particular account, or even a smartphone. And then they go on to say, and this is Strike's account, global payments reimagined, 150,000%. This is changing the game that people conduct, uh, uh, changing the game in which people transact currency. And I think it's superior and I think it's next level shit. I think it's very important for us to understand that the problems that we think we have here are very small compared to the problems around the world. And all you really need is an example from somebody who has family uh, out of the United States to understand that being able to transact value, which is important for families, right? Especially if you come to a country like the U.S., you become successful and now you want to share that wealth with people back home. That's extremely, extremely important to be able to do that with no friction and, and, and innovative, innovatively do so. And that's just not happening until these news events and recent stuff. So shout out to Strike. I know the people in Europe are still screaming, one Europe, one Europe. And I guess I agree with them, but I'm just glad that Strike continues to do this. I still think Strike is KYC'd up, which is, you know, a lot of maxis out there going to tell me don't use it. But there is a useful, uh, uh, a useful need for being able to grab my currency, send it over a lightning network or a Bitcoin network, meaning minimal to low fees, if any at all, and having that person receive it in the currency that they want, and then they can do whatever they want. I do think there's a lot of value in that, even if it doesn't mean that you're trading Bitcoin, but it does mean that we're leveraging Bitcoin and its properties and its network to do things that the visas of the world will charge us 2.5% to do. That's very, very, very important there. Um, so shout out to Strike on that whole integration there. Um, keeping it pushing, y'all. Keeping it pushing. Uh, this thing, uh, let, before we leave the FTX thing, and this is going to go into the uh, influencer subject, but um, FTX paid Kevin O'Leary, I think it was like $15 million. Let me open this up. Yeah, $15 million to be a brand ambassador. Listen, if you guys are still taking advice from uh, guys that call themselves rich, and guys that are that are privileged, uh, like like uh, Kevin O'Leary is, and because he's an entrepreneur, we all kind of got to be like that, uh, and all this other nonsense and blah blah blah. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. That guy is a charlatan. There's a reason that guy got to where he's at. There's a reason guys like him get to where they're at. This dude prides himself in like doing um, like uh, interviews in his pajamas and and showing people that stuff. Like, dude, just like you're fake in that interview, meaning you're not actually wearing a suit. You're in your fucking pajamas, sitting in your fucking condo. Uh, it's the same exact way that you lie to people in their face so that you could collect their funds, acquire their businesses, and do anything else that you want to do. 
oh, but you're hating right now because he got X, Y, Z. Fuck it. I'm hating. I don't care. I don't care about him. I don't care about people like him. And I don't care about charlatans, period. Right? And if you got gassed up on Shark Tank and you think that that's the way to go, well, newsflash, he's stealing from you some way, some form. I don't pay attention to this nonsense, but I did want to bring it up because there's a growing trend of, of, uh, uh, of people basically saying that influencers are either in or they're not in. And in Bitcoin, my vote is that they're not in. I'm not influenced by anybody to Bitcoin. The only thing I'm influenced by is conviction, right? I'm influenced by what I learned about Bitcoin. So I need educators. I don't need influencers, right? And it's it's very obvious that there's a lot of people here that are genuinely teaching about Bitcoin and other people that are genuinely teaching fiat tactics uh, covered in Bitcoin or, or shielded in Bitcoin. So be careful. Sometimes it takes for me or somebody to get burned to figure out the difference between the two, but just realize that it is happening. There are charlatans out here that are using Bitcoin as a shield and they're wrapping their fiat tactics around that. So you got to be careful. But the real signal, right? Like the stuff that you know, comes out that teaches us the 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 Dergigis of the world, the TFTCs, the RHRs, the Citadel Dispatches, the Talking of Bits, uh, the Thriller Bitcoin. These things are legit educational resources and tools to build your conviction. And when you build your conviction, then there's no need whatsoever for an influencer. When you think about influencers, you get Pomps, you get Jason Williams, you get those fucking dudes, you get, you know, you get played, man, you get rug pulled. So there is no reason, there's no need for influencers, but please, Give me more educators. Please give me more signal. And please keep sharing that stuff because it gets to me. Conversely, if I share it, it gets to you. And then we can gain our conviction. And our conviction, conviction, like Pac-Man, just eats up influencers because we don't need them to make decisions. We make the decisions because we understand what it is that we're doing. And we are the power in that situation and that setup. So in that small influencer talk there that's been going around, doesn't really matter whatsoever. Don't follow influencers. Slay your heroes, as they like to say. But follow educators and listen to educators and combat against it. Have your own point that says that that doesn't make sense or this does make sense, et cetera, et cetera, because that's extremely important too. Sometimes the educator needs a little bit of fight back in order to realize that what they said could be tweaked or is wrong. So let's have that debate and let's have that conversation on more educators than it is about you know, uh, influencers and are they big in this space or not, because they're not. Ultimately. All right. So prepare is the is the the uh, the message to this episode. There is a recession. All the numbers say it. Even the fiat um, calculators and all that say it. But you could just put, you know, kind of do the old school, lick your finger and put it in the air. You can feel recession is coming. Uh, and it's time for all of us to try to evacuate and try to do something to take care of ourselves. Uh, get market access to your food. Learn about ranchers, learn about farmers markets, learn about how to get real food, even if you have to get it shipped in. But at least you know where it comes from. Get 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 your food figured out. Get your health figured out. Don't beg to end up in a hospital where they're going to basically kill you slow. And that's what they want you to do. They want you to beg to be at the hospital. Uh, they want to kill you slow. So get your health in order. Right. Eat takeout less. Right. Uh, pay attention to not eating seed oils and crap. Uh, eat whole foods, eat an animal-based diet, be more like your ancestors, right? Combine that with your health and you'll see catapult results. You'll see yourself go from zero to 150 in a matter of a month. Just give it a shot. And I'm not saying go full carnivore, right? Like you can just eat animal-based products, raw milk, cheese, right? eggs, right? 
some fruit, right? Not too much fruit, but you know, some fruit. Like you could just be that type of person. You don't need the stuff that has a paragraph worth of ingredients and you don't need to be so oblivious to think that you can afford to keep eating that way and you'll fix it later. I don't worry about it. I'll, I'll chug this, you know, 32 ounce milkshake and these seed oil fries right? and I'll fix it in a month from now. You won't fix it. It's a habit thing, right? It's an addiction thing. You won't kick that easily. Get your health in order. Get your market access in order, right? Get your money in order. Stack Bitcoin. The tip that I gave earlier is not financial advice. It's just a tip. But maybe you, if you're comfortable in your security, you know what I'm saying, you hold in Bitcoin and liquidate if you, if you see that emergency ever come, right? Maybe you find loopholes, like maybe CrowdHealth is, right? Maybe you do things like that. Be smarter about where it is you're giving your money and don't give it away because they're already melting it. On top of that, they're taking it. And that's a terrible situation. But it is going to get rough out here. I plan to be here for y'all. I plan to be, whether it's a DM or a message or just providing this value in these episodes to keep y'all informed. If you're not comfortable with multi-signature in your security, that's okay. Reach out to me in a DM. Reach out to the people that are willing to educate. I got nothing to sell you but information and it's not even selling. It's just sharing it, right? So reach out. We'll get through this together. This is not a scare tactic. This is just a pre-warning all signs point to it happening and there's no way that they're going to turn this thing around and there's no way that they can fix the mess that they've already created. But we can fix our lives and we have the power to do that. And Bitcoin gives us a big piece of that, right? Which is the, the, the wealth part of it, which is the energy storage of that. So be smart, be diligent, stay humble, stack sats, as Odell likes to tell us all the time, and I'll catch y'all in next week's Solar Rip. If you guys know where we're at, Value for Value is how we support this show and we fund this show. Give us a boost. Let us know if you want to turn these into an hour. Um, yeah, and show us some love. Fountain and Breeze are the easiest, but there's so many different podcasting apps out there. I know I keep saying those two. I use Fountain from day to day, but once again, that's because it's easy. It's not because it's the best. Decentralize all value for value, and we'll get somewhere, and you can reach out and whatever it is you like. Uh, we are on Bitcoin TV, and we are on YouTube TV and all those other places. Uh, but if you're listening on those places, consider moving over to Bitcoin Standard of Media. It helps us all in the long run and it helps this show continue for y'all. Appreciate y'all as always. I'll see you next week. Later.